Welcome to the Speaking Light into Abortion podcast, where I talk about all the reasons it's possible for you to thrive after your abortion. I'm your host, Amanda Kingsley, and two years after my own abortion, I certified as a life coach so I could serve women after abortion in all the ways they've been deserving and lacking for centuries. Consider this your launchpad for finding strength and community in yourselves and in each other. Hello, my friends. Some of you who are in a busy holiday week, some of you who may be traveling, some of you who, a lot of you probably, who are feeling all the feels. Um, the times of year in which lots of people are celebrating a particular holiday can feel really intense and stressful normally, but when you've had abortions, they can feel even more heightened. Um, The desire to hide, the the lack of desire to want to explain yourself, um, the likely encounter with politics, seeing families and children and babies and pregnant bellies. There's a lot of things about a holiday that can feel like they create some intense energy, um, maybe even are triggering. And so I just want to say I see you and you're going to be okay and not all the holidays are going to feel like this moving forward. They will change um, as you change. I think that's an important thing to remember is that like t- things don't change with time. Time is just time. Things change as you change. And over time, you will tend to change. You can do that at a greater speed with um, multiple things like getting counseling, getting coaching, getting therapy, um, all kinds of modalities. Or you can just kind of work through on your own, reading, podcasts, listening, um, journaling, connecting with nature. There's so, so many ways that um, that you and your relationship to abortions can change over time. So if this week feels intense, just trust me that it won't feel this way all the time. I'm not telling you... there. For most of you, it will feel easier and better. But there are some people who um, who it can get harder and more intense the less, the less you're willing to face what's going on for you. So um, yeah, you're, you're heard, you're seen, you're not alone. Uh, you're going to be okay. If you want to be okay, you're going to be okay, I promise. And please, please reach out if I can help you. In my group, the full spectrum space, um, I said a little like, let's do a little challenge, little game challenge, fill in the blank, setting the vibe for the week. And I just wanted to share that with you this week because I think there's two things. I want to share this with you. It is, uh, let's see, six, six little fill in the blank slash questions. And then I want to just talk a little bit about the difference between, well, I want to talk a little bit about gratitude and thanks. So let me just tell you first the 
the little challenge I put out to my people in my full spectrum space membership, which is still only $9 a month, really get in here. It's not the place to do deep after abortion work, but it's the place to look at the tools of life coaching, the, um, the attention to mindset, the curiosity about yourself. Um, it's, a, it's a fantastic place to, to grow. So the first fill in the blank that, um, that I invited people to look at was at the end of this week, so this is Tuesday of a holiday week, and whenever you're listening, it doesn't matter. At the end of this week, no matter what situations arise, I want to feel, fill in the blank, about how I showed up. So this is just setting the intention, right? A lot of us go into the week thinking, or it's super common, I should say, to go in like, I just got to get through. I just got to get through. It does tend to be a holiday with a lot of drinking and sort of detaching and dissociating and um, escaping and avoiding. <laughs> this is a way to be very conscious and in, and in set an intention for how you do want to feel so that when those little bubbly moments come up, there's a better chance that you're going to make a choice that's aligned with you feeling the way you want to feel at the end of the week. Um, For me, the way I want to feel at the end of the week is proud. So I have a bit of an interesting week, less related to the holiday more related to um, a move someone in our family is making. And at the end of the week, I want to feel proud. I want to feel like I pushed my body. I challenged myself to, um, to have patience. I, um, and when I say pushed my body, like literally it comes with a move. So, (laughs) and a lot of driving, (laughs) but for reasons that I like, for for things that like I want to do that work, even though it it will be a bit of a challenge. Um, I want to have patience. I want to have perspective. I want to um, I want to be present. We're gonna get to see some family who we don't haven't seen for a few years. Like I want to be present and aware and pay attention and be sensitive and empathetic to uh, those around me who may or may not be um, having feelings about the move. Um, so that was number one. Number two was it, and this is about boundaries. So a lot of people think boundaries are um, are about what you will and will not accept. But boundaries really are about how you will behave if something happens. And so really simple fill in the blank on boundaries is, If blank happens, I will fill in the blank. So for me, that sounded like, actually, I'm not going to read that. (laughs) That I was going to tell you my answers from the group, but I'm not going to read that out loud. (laughs) Um, So if something happens, um, I will, the way I worded it was, I will remind myself how they may be feeling. Um. Let me think of a boundary that may be more common for someone for some of you or maybe on your mind. If family asks me if we're planning to have children soon, I will reply um when the time is right, 
we will move forward in growing our family. Or um, it's not something I have an answer to. Or, right, so if someone asks me if we are going to continue to grow our family or have a family or have a baby or are trying to get pregnant, (laughs) I will what? You could just excuse yourself and say, I don't want to talk about that. So I will. It's like, what will you do if this thing happens? Um, It would be another situation. If I find myself very sad around um, around a, a, someone else's baby or pregnancy, I will um, excuse myself from the situation either quietly or audibly and find a place to recenter and catch my breath, right? So it's all it's simply like what's a thing you're anticipating and how do you intend to respond when it happens? We can't go into a week saying like, nobody's allowed to talk to me about my body, right? Like that would be nice, but people are going to talk to you about your bodies. People are going to talk to you about your future plans. We can't control other people. It's just going to happen. So we're better served to decide how we will behave if that thing happens. Okay. The next one is, um, reads like this. To ensure my week is doubled with pleasure, I will. So this one is about how do I set the intention to to have some joy in my life, to um, experience pleasure in a week that can sometimes be stressful. My answer was to ensure my week is doubled with pleasure, I will savor what I eat. So I want to try not to just habitually eat, but like really enjoy um, eating with family, enjoy, like I'm going to be road tripping, so instead of just mindlessly snacking in the car, like, I want to feel the texture of what I eat and the taste of what I eat and how it sits in my body. Um, For no other reason than, to me, the Thanksgiving week is very much about food. (laughs) And I like food. So why not enjoy food even more? Um, The next one is, When I feel myself getting hot and bothered, you can use whatever language you want, but when I feel my stress level rising um, or overwhelmed, when I feel overwhelmed, I will, right? What will you do when you feel yourself, you're like getting hot and agitated or when you feel overwhelmed? And my answer to that was when I feel myself getting hot and bothered or overwhelmed, I will remind myself this too shall pass. This may not work for everyone, but this does work for me. Um, It really does help me to remember, like, this is a moment in time. Uh, It is not going to last forever. Um, By next week, I'll probably be looking back and able to see the situation very differently. So that actually is just something that works very well for me. This too shall pass. It doesn't have to work well for you. The point of this is what does work well for you. Set the intention ahead of time. Um, And the next one is to proactively support myself in managing any stress. I will focus on paying attention to. And here I want to invite you to pick one of your five senses. So I want to pay attention to the smells around me. I want to pay attention to a certain color or what I'm seeing or shadows or light. 
something visual or I want to pay attention to, for me, I want to pay attention to how things feel. Um, like I said, I'll be driving a lot. And one of the things I love is to just like feel my hands on the steering wheel and feel the vibration of the road, feel my seat in the chair, just like really calms me down, helps me stay present. Um, paying attention to your senses is like the easiest, most effective way to calm any anxiety, agitation, um, any kind of overexcitement of the body and just connect with the present moment, connect with what's around you. Um, Super easy. Just pick a sense and go with it. And the last one is when in doubt, I will ask myself, what would blank do? For me, this question evolved from hearing the question, what would love do? Right? So, Maybe um, maybe we'll go back to that situation where someone asks you, are you planning on having kids? Are you thinking about growing your family? Are you done having kids? Um, to just pause and take a breath and ask yourself what would love do, right? It's probably going to be a different thing than resentment or anger or frustration or blame. Um, to just slow down, take a breath and... and I, this is not for the other people. Like this is not to protect your family. This is to take care of you. <laughs> because when you act lovingly toward yourself, in the end you will feel better. Um, and that may be saying something. Love might say like, hey, Uncle Joe, that's rude. Please don't ask people that. It may be standing up for yourself. It may be just smiling and nodding, only you know that. But for me, the question is always what would growth do? Because I really appreciate the opportunity to use situations to grow, to expand, to like savor my human experience and and expand my capacity to be in it. Um, so hopefully those, some of those are helpful for you as you move into a holiday week. And the last little thing I wanted to just touch base about is this idea of gratitude. And I just want to put out the reminder that gratitude and thanks are never about, I'm going to have, like, I've been having a hard time or, um, Things have been really hard this year. Whatever the th- the real feelings you're having, like sad, mad, frustrated, um, defeated, gratitude is never about replacing those with thanks or gratitude. It's always an and situation. When we notice things to be thankful for, we're not pretending that we're not sad. We're not avoiding the fact that we feel really let down or defeated. Um, Gratitude is not a slap a pretty band-aid on it and all will be better. Gratitude is an and, right? It's a willingness to shift your awareness and... And give yourself permission to feel what you're feeling and notice what you do have, what you can be grateful for. 
um, again, for yourself, because it feels good to remember. Like I'm looking, it's sort of evening time as I'm recording, I'm looking out the window at this just like kind of evening sky and the air is clear and um, it's, it's like nothing that beautiful, <laughs> but it's, it's a place that I love with air to breathe and like a ground I can stand on and feel safe in. And that, despite the times that are the hardest, is always a good and to notice because noticing that and it helps balance me. It gives you strength to handle strength. It's like, it's like such an easy way to fill your own cup, right? If I acknowledge what I have, and for many of us, those of us who pay attention to the world and the news, um, for me, gratitude has just been so grounding and so easy to access because it's just so 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 evident lately um how little some people have and how scary it is to be to live in some places in the world and so for me sitting in my warm office looking outside my window having um having that perspective is is a beautiful and when I also feel stressed about all the other things I have to do nervous about this move that family is making um, frustrated with a parenting thing that just happened. Like <laughs> all that stuff is real. And I have so much to be grateful for. And that expands my capacity to thrive, my capacity to grow and be okay and be better than okay. And to set an example of what's possible, um, for myself and also for those around me who are also, who may also be struggling. So that's my, um, that's my thoughts for you. Sometimes I get annoyed with like, what are you grateful for? <laughs> um, because it feels a little, a little like almost gaslighty of all the other shit that's happening for people. Um, like, oh, I'm supposed to just be grateful and pretend everything else isn't happening. And so as you hear the word gratitude and thanks and thankful and grateful, um, just remember it's an and situation. You can be really sad. I remember after my abortion, I was really sad that it was a choice I had to make or I decided to make. I was sad that I got pregnant and I didn't want to. I was sad to say goodbye to what could have become maybe a healthy pregnancy. Um, I was also really grateful I had access to abortion. I was really grateful I had a supportive partner. I was really grateful that um, I had choice over my body. So like you can be sad and grateful. You can be mad and grateful. You can be, and the, and the and part is just what helps balance and ground and um, keep us steady on our feet. Okay, that's all I have for you this week. Um, join my newsletter. I've been sending out some good stuff in terms of just like, how am I managing? Um, how do I coach myself? Right. is really what it is. And hopefully by showing you how I coach myself, you will take that as an inv invitation 
to be able to tend to your own needs. Now, believe me, I need other people to help me through the the thick, icky, heavy stuff. But there's a lot of situations in my life where I can self-coach my way through. I have learned the tools, I've practiced the tools, and I can manage my own mind and my own body and my own spirit around what feels stressful. So um, my newsletter these days is modeling that for you so that maybe you can do it for yourself an invitation for you to do that for yourself um my coaching is still single session booking so go ahead book a session i had a really fun session today with a peer coach and we put together some cool stuff about her business and her voice and her direction and some money mindset stuff it was a fun fun session there's nothing, neither of us ever could have predicted where it would land, and it was fantastic. So there's no way to describe what happens in an actual coaching session. It's very different than therapy, very different than most coaches I know. And the only way for you to find out is get in there, get on my calendar. Join the full spectrum space. There's so many ways that we can get to know each other better. Until next week. Thanks for listening, and as always, please consider sharing, rating, and reviewing this podcast. It helps me reach a wider audience and invites more people to thrive after abortion. If you're someone who chose abortion and find yourself struggling, hiding, or wishing you could move beyond your experience, head over to my website and book a free call. We'll talk about how you can start living the life you made your choice for.